All of these movies suck. I'm Meg Jansen. I'm Noah Jansen. I'm Eliza Jansen. And this is Twin Peaks. <laughs> she sounds sad. <laughs> <laughs> these movies were terrible. Yeah, they are bad. Gosh, I love movies. I'd like to start things off by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which myself, Anthony and Noah are assembling today, the Wurundjeri of the Kulin Nation. And here in California, I'd like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and future of the original custodians of this land, the Gabrielleño people. Welcome to Twin Peaks, the pop culture podcast where a pair of actual real life human twins and me talk about a pair of movies that share some sort of connection and deliberate on which one does its job better. How is everyone feeling today? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling good. Oh. I think this is going to be a fun chat and I also think it's a rare flavour for our podcast. Eliza doesn't agree. Eliza says she feels sad. I'm excited to talk about it, but, like, the negativity right out the gate, Megan. But that's what makes them good. That's why we're here to talk about them. They are so, like, rife with... Oh, then weird odd choices i didn't not enjoy yeah. watching these films oh, no, but i had a great films. time yeah. i had a good time because these movies were so make, bad you're you're not always prone to a so bad it's good when it's bad sometimes no, you're more prone to be like well, you just believe yeah generally Which i'm get, pretty i'm pretty don't waste my time mm. have you ever seen that anna gadsby nanette Yes. Yeah. I made that joke on this podcast before I'm where not sure. like okay, so in Nanette, sorry, this is such a sidetrack. No, I love but it. there's like a <laughs> like motif that keeps coming up where she goes, Stop wasting my time. And it's like really nice and beautiful, whatever. But like I will be like waiting in a line somewhere or like I'll, something will be taking <laughs> a long time and it'll just come up in my head and I'm like, oh my god, like not appropriate. <laughs> um, anyway. No, I love that. Good for you. Um but yeah, no, we're talking about movies like generally. I, I don't lean towards films that are, like, bad and everyone's like, it's so bad, you have to watch it. Except for maybe, like, The Room or the ones that everyone likes to watch. That but are, like, next level. Yeah, yeah, next level, yeah. But these ones to me are, like, quite next level, particularly one of the <laughs> movies today. Yeah, but one of these movies mm. is, like, I honestly think one of these movies is just bad because it is pretty, like, unoriginal and, like, nothing that interesting. Ha- like, it, it doesn't really do anything I haven't seen before other than have a pop star at the centre of it. The other one is, like, Oh wow! Every 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 choice you've made is bad. Every yeah, choice, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, the movies we are talking about today are Glitter, two thousand and one. It is the Mariah Carey movie. You guys yes. know Mariah Carey. She sings that one song, and then a few others. Um, oh, and yeah. the other movie we are talking about is Crossroads, two thousand and two, with Britney Spears. Free Britney. We got two. So very topical pop at the moment. Star very topical. Yeah, very true. We yeah. got two pop star led early two thousands films that like are a f- kind of the, like, film debut of pop stars that were critically panned. Yeah, critically like, j- Everyone made jokes about these pop stars being in these movies yeah. forever since they But also, out. like, Crossroads, like, they both didn't get very good critical reviews, but Crossroads came out, like, out of competition at Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> and what? it was, like, seriously, seriously, seriously. And also it was a box office, like, success. It made back a decent amount of money. Yeah, but Whereas that's literally just, like... <laughs> 
Britney. Yeah. Well, it is worth saying that Glitter came out, as we mentioned last week, literally on September 11th. This movie straight up came out on one of the darkest days in American history. <laughs> and, and it wasn't even the worst thing to that. happen that day. Oh, my God, I shouldn't have said that. Well, <laughs> that's like sorry. the obvious Look, joke. I the joke that needed to be made. It, it's I'm good sorry. that it's out there. Many, I'm sure many a, like talk show host made that very joke. Yeah, I'm sure. exactly. I also wanted to preface this by the episode by saying like every single person in both of these movies needed to wear like primer under their foundation. Like something really bad was going on. There were a lot of makeup crimes. Really? Wow. It was just so, it was just cake city. Like everyone was so cakey. It was really It was just a bad time as well for like eyebrows and like lip liner and and stuff. Like people's lips look very strange. Frosty eyeshadow. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Mm. I want to, just before we get into like the thick of it, Anthony, obviously you are a music aficionado. Out of Mariah Carey and Britney Spears. Are you a lamb or a... (laughs) A lamb? A lamb. You, you know, that's what that's what Mariah Carey's fans are called, lambs. Why? Whoa. Is she lambs. Like, uh, what a sociopath. As in like because she's a sheep? Like what? Uh, Wouldn't it be because why. she thinks she's like a messiah or maybe some because shit? Yeah, she's I think that's it. to the slaughter. Because it's like they're cute little babes, little lambs to her. Little Whereas, lambs. What's Britney's fans called? Just spearheads. Spearheads. Spear, yeah. Which I is like good because like good. spearheads. like on yeah. a hey, Anthony, are you a spearhead or a lamb? Um... Wow. Yeah. Based off the words alone, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> uh, they're very different moods. Like if I had to pick, I would say Britney actually. Probably know mm. more of her stuff. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I even. Know much I definitely Carey. pick Britney. After mm. watching Framing, Framing Britney Spears, it has like lots of clips of her as a young girl singing and watching Crossroads, I thought so much about how like I, something I find so endearing about her singing voice, Britney Spears' singing voice is like, you can tell she's one of those artists where it's like, oh, as a kid, you did like church choir and mm. like you did talent shows and stuff. And part of that as a child is like imitating older voices. Like she oh. weirdly has like quite a like adult vibrato or something that sounds like, you know, those videos of like little kids singing like really adult songs and they're like, oh, ah, they're like trying to do the vibrato. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to like imitate it. I'm like, I always see that in Britney Spears and think it's very sweet. Oh, yeah. that's so I pick Britney as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have to be pick Britney too. This is just on the um, music, by the way, guys. We're not picking the movies yet. Mm. Um, but I would have to pick Britney too. But I do really like that one Mariah Carey song, you know. That um, Christmas one or something? Yeah. <laughs> but I also only, genius, it's just got the genius of love. love. I only yeah. know what I want for Christmas is you. Who? That's Genius of Love. Isn't that made by um, the Tina from That's um, Tina Weymouth. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, the Tom, Com, Tom Tom Club. So and cute. Mariah Carey, we should say as well, She her thing is like she writes her own songs. Like yeah, which is all cool. I want for Christmas is you, she wrote because she was like, I want to make a huge Christmas song. And she like successfully and she did. did it. Like, yeah. That's so, like actually next level how popular that song is. I mean, just like, like oh, so every rich, year so I fund myself with a song I wrote in the 90s. Like, yeah. So cool. But anyway, do we want to start? Should we start talking about glitter? Let's glitter it up. Glitter from 2001. It's a Mariah Carey sort of pseudo biopic. I don't even know how you categorize this. It's like trying to tell the story of her life, but 
I, I don't even it's know just what it's like trying to do. About ascending that that is, you literally described the main problem with the movie being like I don't know what it's is trying to supposed do. To be it's just about her like coming up in the I know, music is industry. Is it analogous to her life? I don't know. And it centers around this like weird romance. But you don't realize uh. it's a romance. I'm like literally the whole movie. I was like, oh, we're telling this story about like her mom, like how like she's gonna get famous, but she has to like find her mom again. And then you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're not. Oh, I guess it's about her and her two friends, and about yeah. how she's like gonna lose connection to her friends, and then randomly like an hour in, you're like, oh, it's like a star is born or something. It's like and a it's star about, like, is born. But the star that's being born is like completely indifferent to her birth. Like she oh, did ex- not care to be in this movie. <laughs> there is no <laughs> conflict in any way, shape or form. Everything she wants, this character wants, just happens to her. She Billy gets, Frank. It's literally like I kept on pissing myself. I was watching with mom at like 1am or something. And we were like, it's literally like Mariah Carey. Someone was like, make a movie about all the struggles in your life. And she was like, oh, well, sometimes you're like, like, I do think there are problems to celebrity and fame, but this movie paints it in such a bad light. It literally paints it as being like, oh, my poor little life. It's really hard because then like too many people want me for too many things and I'm too successful and I'm too perfect. And like in her own movie, it's just a movie about being like, she has no agency. She's completely flawless. Every, all the men just make decisions for her the whole movie. It's quite baffling but like, it doesn't interrogate that whatsoever in like, any way, she doesn't seem to have a problem with it i think that's like the epitome of the vanity project like yeah literally some mm. amazing movies of vanity projects like orson welles movies and like mm. may west movies like you know so many people just make a movie to tell like a story that's kind of analogous to their life and then cast themselves as this character who's like the most modest hard-working humble like came from poor beginnings but slaved and like strived their way up to be so insanely famous. Like is that not – I mean we, we loved the Lady Gaga a Star is Born but that's the same thing. She's fucking Lady Gaga and she cast herself as like a nobody who, you know, is like so lowly and then gets brought up to be Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, yeah, and as well the whole framing, like the marketing strategy of A Star is Born, like the most recent iteration was like, oh, you know, you can have 100 people in a room and all it takes is one person who believes in you. It's like, yeah, but <laughs> he believes in you as Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think – I also, I don't want to be too, like, unkind to this film because obviously I'm coming into it with the framing of, like, we all know that Mariah Carey is a diva. She leans into that narrative of herself. But she played it as a diva and, like, like there is no point in the film that she doesn't act like that, even when she kind of is the underdog, except for maybe when she's, like, played by a child actor. And it's kind mm-hmm. of, well, Billy, not, it's not actually directly Mariah Carey, but, you know, it's close enough. And I feel like is this, is this like for us to simp, like, do you want us to sympathize with you? It was just such a Again, weird like, note. The most baffling thing to me about this movie is like, I haven't watched a movie in a long time that like, I so constantly ask myself, I'm like, sorry, what's the point? Like, what yeah, are we saying? Are we what's here? it about? <laughs> My big one being like, she's with this guy who like believes in her and Dice. like, they Dice. instantly are super successful and have all this success. And then she like shows interest in working with another male pop star and for 10 minutes he is a like misogynistic evil pig and like jealous of her and like an alcoholic and like yeah yeah which is right out of the star is born and you're like playbook from the 30s exactly and you're like oh okay cool so the turn of this is that like this whole time he's been lying about himself and he's this big pig and she's gonna have to find out how to do this for herself and then this literally that is one scene where that turn happens. It's one scene. Mm. And then after that, the whole rest of the movie is her like trying to get back 
with, with him, him completely just like, oh, he's so good. Like he's, he's a so good mediocre, person though. and I need him. And it's he's like, so mediocre. wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Wasn't the thing we were being told that like he needs to like change his habits or he's always been this shitty person and she needs to find like confidence and like in herself as an artist. But it is literally like I, it took me 20 minutes to figure out like, oh, okay, now we're trying to say like, this thing that, like, apparently they are meant to be together. I didn't realise it was much of a rom-com. Hmm. All of which, while this is happening, you haven't seen the two best friends that she's been with at her orphanage mm. for, like, 40 minutes. Mm. Like, that was supposedly a part of the movie and it just isn't anymore. It's baffling. At every moment, I'm like, what is this about? Like, who is it for? Yeah. Is it my big one, my big question with this one that I posed to both of you, because I know you are on different ends of the spectrum on this, is it... Like, what level of so bad it's good, fun, entertaining watch is it for you? See, I would say that it is, like, it's, like, more baffling than enjoyable. Like, I'm watching this and thinking, like, you just, like, Mariah Carey's, like, posits herself in this film and the film instructs us that her, like, Billy in the movie and Mariah Carey outside of it is completely faultless and... Mm. Everyone around Gifted her. with, like, vocal abilities from God that she yeah. does not have to try for. They're just innately In any way, there. shape, or form. Yeah. yeah, and at once you want us to think that she's the underdog because she has this, like, mother who, like, you know, surrendered her to the state and then is now a homeless woman who she ignores on the street. And just, like, I didn't get that. Was that supposed to be that it's her, her mother or that it just reminded her of her mother? I think it – I thought it was directly her mother. I thought it was – I think – Oh, I'm not sure now. Eliza, I thought break. it was. I reckon. Yeah, totally. I think it's. It wasn't literally her mum, oh. but I did laugh a lot at the scene where <laughs> she went to a social worker and was like, "Hey, I'm here to visit my mum. I haven't seen her in like 30 years." And the social worker was like, "Oh, we lost your mum. Sorry." <laughs> and that she's was like, really funny. "She's like, hmm." Like, so I'm sure mum at the end of the a, movie. That doesn't in a more happen. real and tragic way. But. Like, if her mum truly does like adore her in the way she does, or whatever, or like. In, is just like you know completely clean from drugs now or whatever is this like completely rehabbed person who lives on a little farm why would she not be like well now i'll get back in touch with my daughter who like yeah. we both made this huge commitment apparently to each other that like we love each other so much yeah. like well, if you were like oh well my daughter's performing at madison square garden i'll get in touch with her no like, in like- my fan fiction lily frank she <laughs> knew that her daughter didn't want her to interfere in her new fantasy it's life fame, fantasy yeah. like the mario carrie song fantasy starring yeah. featuring or dirty bastard mm. and like you know she wants to stay away to give Billy the chance that she never had. No You know, I really, and as well, I like, I don't want to, you know, be too generous to the movie about this, but there was something cool to, well, not cool. It's not cool, but there was something to be said for the fact that she is mixed. And that was something that was raised at the very start where, like, you know, they're like, that Are felt you like a real thing. Are you whatever? Mm-hmm. And she, so obviously someone somewhere, Mariah said, Oh, that's something that like came up in my life. And then it's brought up again, but it's completely dispensed with. You could have said something about the fact that she, you know, if you want Mariah Carey, the person and the pop star, in within this film to be posited as this, like, victim of circumstance who triumphs over it, the underdog or whatever, you could have turned on that. Or you could have, like, you know, utilised the fact that she does have this God-given ability and, like, you know, if you're mm. willing to work hard, your true natural yeah, ability to do something can be rewarded. 
but it's going to take some sacrifice and it's going to take, you mm. know, whatever. Absolutely. But it's like, and as well, at the same time, it wanted, so Mariah, uh, Billy, whatever, Billy Frank, is faultless in this movie and the people that she cares about in the instant, like, of a scene, they, mm. because, like, she cares about them in that scene, they have to be faultless too. Yeah. But then they also use them, for example, like Dice. At one point he's, like, the romantic, you know, antagonist or whatever like he's yeah. the person who's when cast against her so when it suits the plot mm. we like him but then it's like who in the context of this scene is going to cause things to move along and make her be a little bit more of a victim he can be conflict there's now. no one else he's exactly now but now he's not and anymore. now he's good again exactly yeah. there's no thing of like we build these people to be like these are the elements of a character that they might grow into this or they might change into this it's just like oh and i guess we need someone to be bad now um you be bad now yeah on the note also of the i did note as well the thing of like that she's mixed and yeah. that that's no and then also all the black people in this movie are bad guys. Yeah. Or like the Terrence Howard <laughs> well, storyline. Well, she has to like, Brad, who's like her uh, friend, yeah, who gets yeah. very neglected. But then, that's neglected. my other thing. I, I wrote all, genuinely all the black people are either disregarded or bad guys. Yeah. Because also her friends are just like my cool sidekicks were like, yeah. yay, every, they only exist to like inflate her. They don't have their own lives. Yeah. They don't They're exist They're not agents in this story. And like yeah. why would you not make this movie about, well, I guess it's not very true to Mariah Carey's experience probably, but like. It feels like the movie was dabbling in the territory of, like, this person is so talented that everyone wants a piece of her and she will find true satisfaction and peace in, like, her having an agency over her own art and career. But then it just doesn't do that. Like, it's still just about people, like, taking a piece of her the whole movie. So. I think I want to ask before we move on to Crossroads, if unless anyone has anything else to add. I, 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 before we move on, I want to read out some things that Mariah Carey has said about this movie. It's really interesting. Oh, okay, you start with that. Go. Okay, so she said in 2002, she said the film started out as a concept with substance, but it ended up being geared <laughs> to 10-year-olds. It lost a lot of grit. Mm-hmm. It was gritless. In fact, I kind of got it over my head. And then in a interview with Andy Cohen, she called... She said she considers Glitter the biggest regret of her career, calling it a kitsch moment in history, in the history of my life. It was a horrible couple of years after the film's release, and then I had to get my momentum back for people to let it go. She also added that she wouldn't let anyone around her mention the filming conversation, and it was known as Mm. the G word. Ooh, oh my god! Pretty rough. Pretty rough. But I think you're calling it kitsch, like as a. If, if you see it as just, like, a piece of, like, pop star paraphernalia or, like, a camp item, I felt like on this So Bad It's Good thing. I totally it, agree. It passed for me. I found I it agree. fun enough. And also, <laughs> on that note, Eliza, I like the idea that you raised, like, about the camp item. If I were, what I was going to ask is what would you do to fix this movie? And I would completely do away with, if we're thinking about Mariah Carey, she's a bit of a queer icon. Her music is Mm. so attached to like the club scene. Those first few moments, like that first little scene where she's in the club, she's a little like atmosphere model dancer, dancing in the club, having a good time. And Heart of Glass by Blondie starts playing Mm. and everyone is just like so enraptured with it and they all go, ah, it's like a little club moment. That's the most fun part of the movie when you're like, I love this song. Why didn't they do it, rework it, do it like a Mariah Carey you know, soundscape, soundtrack, use the music of Mariah Carey, attach it to, like, the club scene. You could sort of have it as, as, like, a bit of a Mariah Carey story, but do away with the, you know, literalness. It doesn't need to be so close to her. And it could be, like, a really fun little club kid piece. But it's not like that. It's some weird romantic drama with this sad story attached to it. It's kitschy, but not in a good way. Yeah, it's fun to laugh at, but it's not actually... 
fun mm. to watch. It's just fun to be like, what You the didn't hell? enjoy when they both, she and her love interest dice while they were separated. They both wrote a song and then after the breakup, she realized they'd written the exact same song. I mean, like, Beautiful. it that's was so like, in tune. it was laughable. Like, I enjoy laughing. So that's why it was an enjoyable thing to say. <laughs> but yeah. did I like yeah. this movie? Well, I like to laugh. I like to laugh. <laughs> it's just a fascinating one that it exists. Yeah. That this movie is like, you this watch it and you're like, wow. I, I, I totally get it's one of those ones where you're like, even though I, it's baffling that this is as bad as it is. I like get why this exists as badly as it does because like it comes from, as you said, it's like a vanity project and it from the ground up was about Mariah Carey. Well, like, she said <laughs> it had substance at the start. So you there you go. Like, what do you reckon was the substance? Did. Do you reckon she like killed someone? I think actually she thinks like, uh, she's like, she okay, it has like a foster child. Gambling. It has like a love triangle. It has, you know, that's, I think that's what she thought the substance was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. And she's like, it's just how it's been executed. I promise. That's what's bad about yeah. it. Wow. Eliza, had you seen it before? I feel like you Yeah, I have. I love bad movies. Like I know it's yeah. kind of cringe yeah, to be like, just watch something and like feel morally superior to it or whatever. But like, no, it's a fun watching I get so much joy yeah. from watching. Yeah. Shitty Aww. movies. Well, should we move on to another not so good movie called Crossroads? Yes, Absolutely. it's Britney, bitch. Yeah. Crossroads, made in 2002, stars the young, the enigmatic Britney Spears. It also features mm. a pretty A-list cast. It's got Kim Cattrall, it's got Dan Aykroyd, it's got Zoe Saldana, it's got that mm. chick from Orange is the New Black. Top, top people. This movie had, like, a really good mm. cast. What did we think of its execution of whatever story it was trying to tell? This movie I was mostly just like, oh, I, I don't... It's an interesting one. Most of the time I was just like, oh, it kind of is nothing new. Like at least this one, I'm like, I know the story you're telling. I just don't think you're telling it well. Whereas in Glitter, I'm like, what's the point here? This is the one, whereas Glitter comes from vanity, whereas it it comes from serving its star, Crossroads feels like one thing. And then they put Britney Spears in it. They put Britney Spears in it and her stardom is what takes it away from what it's about, which is about these three friends. Yeah. Like the most unclear thing about the movie is that it's supposed to be like a road trip reconciliation story about three friends who have grown apart over the years and now that they're graduating, like they graduated, they go on this like road Bratz trip. The movie. Like Bratz the movie, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're supposed <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're supposed to see them come back together and like gradually as the movie goes on, they start to skip steps and you're like, oh, okay, they're just like not going to, they're just friends. Okay, cool. And yeah. then it focuses so much on Britney, so, so much. And I actually think, we haven't talked about the performances of Mariah and the performances of Britney. I think she does pretty well in this movie, but I just, I think it loses sight of what it should be about, which is three friends on a road trip. Yeah, I think a weird part of this film that I was kind of like, this is, I don't know if it's technically like a plot hole, but it's definitely a fault of the movie, is the fact that there is nothing really forcing these people who were best friends when they were little and then grew distant and have become very different people. There's nothing forcing them really to come back together. Like they're like, oh, we have to go and dig up this box that we dug and we we made an oath that we would go get the, doc, the box from the ground on like mm. graduation night. But you don't have to do that. And also why is one of them pregnant? That just 
that just made like seemed really weird to me. Well, again, That's what girls' it, lives is like, Meg. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not against it. the idea of them being completely different people and these characters who, you know, <laughs> have like contrast each other. But it's just like having Britney in the you know, lead role and stuff, it means that you so like her and you're taught, <laughs> you're instructed not to like the others, but then it also wants you to think that they're going to become best friends and they have this beautiful blossoming friendship but on the road. As you said, like the setup of each of them to me on paper makes sense to be like one of them's like pregnant and like, you they know. They each have a thing. And one of them's like bratty and, and spoiled and like yeah. they make sense, but the writing of it is so bad that you're like, I don't believe she'd be like that. Hmm. Why you know does she never it? talk about being pregnant? Who Why wrote it a Eliza. Shonda Rhimes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know, Shonda. Crazy. <laughs> Baffling, Eliza. When what, it, what are it's your directed thoughts? by, yeah, it's directed by one Tara of the Davis. only female directors we've done on this podcast because she directed bloody Billy Madison. <laughs> she did God, Billy we have, Madison. We hate women. Yeah. We really <laughs> we hate, hate women. women so much. Tamara's back for more. Yeah. yeah and she directed Half Baked. Have you guys seen Half Baked? I haven't seen that. Oh. It's a pretty fun movie. Yeah, I just felt like... We like Tamara. If you think of this movie as, like, the Britney movie, which a lot of people do, it's it's not as close to, you know, how Glitter has, like, its closeness to, like, the Mariah Carey story or mm. pretends mm. to. It's not, like, really to. about being famous. Like, it's not she kind all. of only has those couple of opportunities to sing. And apart from that, it really feels like... Because, Noah, it was interesting you said, like, it feels like a different story that became a Britney movie. Yeah. Because she came up like, with we the can concept, get apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently wow. she, like, came up with a story and wanted to make a movie about three girls. And, like, you know, I, I wonder if, like... I don't know. I wonder how much of that was part of the film saying we don't want it to be about Britney in the way that Glitter was because it came out about six months or 12 months earlier. On the literal like, Wikipedia yeah. page for Crossroads, it says Crossroads received negative reviews from film critics. However, they considered it a better effort when compared to Mariah Carey's 2001 yeah. film Glitter. Like it was made directly in comparison to Glitter. Yeah. yeah. I'm really like, I'm kind of, um, yeah, I'm thinking about what you said before, like Eliza, I think you said like the the fan paraphernalia or something like that. And I would say, yeah, with glitter, you said it with glitter. And I think that's a really good turn of phrase to speak about this movie and glitter, but Mm. it almost feels like merchandise in the context of pop star. It doesn't feel like a movie. A movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not as if you're going to watch glitter or crossroads separate from the pop star. You probably could get away with crossroads much more so than glitter. Maybe then my problem, because I also, you know what, I that's actually a good point you made. I actually do go, like, if I'm watching a movie with Britney Spears and, like, her first, like, real big film, I'm like, I do want to be like, oh, we know it's Britney Spears and we know that this is made for her fans and stuff. Mm. I guess I just go, like, the writing of particularly her friends is, like, so messy in stupid ways that I'm like, that was easy to fix. My big one being the whole trip is supposedly because the one that's pregnant is like, I want to go and get this I'm record deal. She never like, expresses she can sing. You are Taryn it. Manning in a movie with Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then they go to this karaoke bar. She not only is like, has stage fright and can't sing, but like. As soon as she doesn't sing, she sounds really horrible. Care. As soon as she doesn't sing, she's completely adjusted to it and then never mentions it again. Yeah, it's never There's that. Again. There's Zoe Saldana <laughs> being like a devil woman for the yeah. whole movie and then being like, Oh, you know, my mom, like, she, now that I'm prettier than her, she hates that. She bullied her about her way. She hates me about that. And it's like, she just perfectly describes the exact reason why she's been a 
like horrible person to her friends her entire life, like since yeah. they were children, and then apparently it's all fine. Yeah, and then, and then there's, there's also- this horrible boy in the car. <laughs> yeah. Another shitty romance subplot. Who they think has killed someone for like a, a while. Yeah, and they just don't what? ask her. They're about like, it. he's an ex-con. Actually, I was actually really proud of Britney when she brought it up. Oh, in the I, car. I was like, yes, <laughs> address the conflicts. Like he, she, Britney asked him, she's like, did you? So you went to jail? And I was like, yes, Brittany, just address it like a normal human. Yeah. The only scene in this film that I was like, this is so bad, it's good, hilarious. Like, this is like, whoa, that is the dumbest scene I've ever seen. Is <laughs> the bit where they, um, he's like, you can't drive my car. No one can drive my car Oh, yeah, me. and he kicks the And dust. they drive the car when, because he like takes a nap in the back seat. They take a drive and they're singing all these girl power songs all the time. And they pull over because he's like, pull over, pull over. And he goes and kicks some dust like an angry like, little boy. And he's like, I'm a man. And he's like, I'm, I'm a, man. a man. Being with you all these women. chicks in a car. Do you know what that's like? And it's like, what is this scene about? It's literally him being like, <laughs> so you weird. crazy hysterical women, you're stressing me out and you're ruining my man vibes. Yeah. I need some man time with my man car. All I need is my car. <laughs> if we're raising like weird oh, notes, I also definitely so think an honourable mention goes to, is it Karen, Man- Karen Manning? Is that what the Karen is? Manning, yeah. Karen Manning. When she's pregnant, they're in a hotel room, they like are ordering from the minibar or whatever. And they're like, they're like, oh, you can't drink that sucks. She's like, yeah, I don't drink, but not because I'm pregnant. And it's like, but like, <laughs> that's not not a reason. <laughs> that's also included. That was her character choice. So she was like, you know what? How crazy would it be if my character was already an alcoholic? That's the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. I need to mention oh, that. <laughs> I also have to mention, I'm sorry. I don't want to give things away to people, but we always do spoilers. But like, I don't think it my reaction. It affect won't affect your enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, I don't think my reaction to a... Um, a miscarriage in a film should be a, me laughing. I'm sorry. It just like happens. Laughing at like well, slow motion. It just happens. Happens. It like, So there's the a st- you hear her falling down the stairs and, and then really- there's a shot of her little keychain falling down the stairs and it's in <laughs> it's the hospital little, yeah. and then it's like, I lost the baby. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's been three seconds. And, and they're well, all like on Zoe Saldana's character re- makes a joke about it. She's like, you should have seen your fall. Like, she's like, you really, you really yeah, fell. Yeah, you it's stacked like, it. Yeah, she lost the baby. And she fell Exactly. And she's so well adjusted as well to having lost this baby. She seems mm. quite like, yeah, no, it's sad. I really wanted that baby. As I was staring out at the ocean the other day, I would have really liked it. And it's like, oh, oh well. I, from the tone of your voice, it sounds like <laughs> it you, doesn't sound like it. It sounds really? like you're like, oh, I lost my car keys and I really yeah. liked my car. And there's something yeah. funny to me now thinking about the fact that Britney came up with this whole like film. I can just like imagine her, like a little young Britney being like, yeah, what I really want is like, the baby to miscarry. <laughs> like they, yes. they just go with it. This is such a weird note. I, it's actually so true. But she was like, and then there'll be some like dramatic kind of thing that happens like, like towards the, the end. It's like really sad, but we're like friends and we get through it together. Yeah. Like, and then okay, I sing. Sure. And, and they really <laughs> insist as well. Sorry, just like a little side note. I guess it's of the era, but what is the world's fascination with Britney Spears' torso? Oh, it's baffling. Give the girl a full-length T-shirt. They have so, no. That's, that's her thing. She has to show thing. off midriff. They that's make like her, be, her bread and butter. They yeah. make her be like about to have sex. Like they have two scenes in this movie about her about to lose her virginity. Yeah, I mean, with Justin Long, and why does he? That's disturbing. That makes me really think of framing Britney Spears, where it's like for her, her like purity and her virginity are like the big things of value that like the media saw in her. There's like like a giant that comes through in the movie all over again. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, a giant sign above her said blinking that says, like, virgin, 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 and every guy is just supposed to be, like, I will take it from you, I will take it from you. Yeah. And Framing Britney Spears is, like, if you haven't seen it, so grim because it just paints the thing of being, like... Yeah, with Justin Timberlake and all, all that. All these people constantly, the topic of the day being, like... 
have like their industry was waiting for her to fail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know this has been sort of a sloppy exercise at criticism <laughs> here, but we've just had a lot to say. This movie has given me a lot to think. I actually about. think we captured the energy of Crossroads quite well. Yeah, it's all of it. I mean, both films like they really. I'm even looking at the poster now, and it says Crossroads, and it's got three the three friends there, and it just says. Britney Spears at the top. Like, how hard is it to put the other names there? There's always Saldana's in this movie. They weren't anybody by that point, though. Like, all you need to know is Britney in 2002. You're not going to know who Zoe Saldana's. Wait, actually, when did Center Stage come out? She was great in that, too. I thought she was, yeah. I think, uh, like, maybe 2003 Also, they did Zoe so Mm -hmm. dirty. Her makeup was incredibly ashy in this movie. Mm -hmm. That is why Guys, if we were the people in the Crossroads car, which one are we? Oh, yeah, very true, actually. Black woman's makeup, yeah. I'd like to think that I'm a Britney because I'm a star in my own world. Like, you know. I'm main character, but I probably am more like Taryn because I don't know. I think I make bad choices, so maybe I feel I'm a pregnant. Lot. Oh yeah. At a young age, don't think any. There's nothing wrong with being pregnant, but or maybe at that maybe age, I'm Zoe's know, character. Are, like I, you know, I'm a brat as well. Yeah, possibly. Guys, maybe no, she's like the cool one. She's yeah, like the true. leader. The clique, guys, I have this know? thing where whenever I say to people. I'm really annoying. No one ever corrects me. Ever. <laughs> you are. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like really formed a lot of my personality in the last year. I try. Oh, I truly no. test it with people. They never correct me. What do you me. mean? Saying I'm proudly annoying or something? No, I'm like, well, you know, like I, I think I'm quite annoying. And then people are like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, great. Cool, 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 I don't cool, think you're cool, annoying. I don't think you're think, that annoying. I think the essence of being annoying is like. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> this is the validation I need. <laughs> I think you would be annoying if it's like unsolicited. Like if a stranger is weird to you or like enthusiastic, that's annoying. But if that it's like, so you know, annoying. you're just excited about your life and you're yeah, telling people, I don't yeah, think that's totally. being annoying. I think, I think. I'm more prone to be anxious with you when I first meet you and then I'll become annoying. But I don't, like, launch with annoying, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for that reason, I don't know I don't know who that makes me. Maybe I'm the guy in the car. Because you know me and my <laughs> man time. I need you my need man, your time. man time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Set in a stage came out in 2000. So Zoe Saldana yeah, had been Yeah, she had that. a career in her own right. Also, she should have been huge already. Yeah, I think, yeah. Mm. So sad. Oh, and yeah. how wild is the Kim Control? Like her mother just yeah, straight just up being like, say, "You are not my daughter. You. I don't want." She's you. like, "No thanks." <laughs> After yeah. the events of the whole film, like of like Brittany, Brittany trying to find Brittany her, has mom. to look at all the family photos of Kim Control and her ugly sons, like it, on the it truly, <laughs> yeah, literally, it truly does feel like a movie with the lens on men and women that we put onto Brittany in the sense of like, even though this movie is like very girl powery, I'm like, all the like spaces in this film where they could push women supporting women or women being empowered they kind of like down talk to women or like show women as being like objects for like men to attain and it's like oh random that this Hmm. i guess because it has britney they were like if britney's in it that's 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 the way we're training the world to view britney so we have to do it like that you know what i mean i remember like when you watch framing britney spears you really see the way the world was being trained to look at her you know I think also the way she was trained as well, though. Like on the wiki page for this, there was a quote from her where they were saying like, why is the movie more about female friendship than like being a pop star? And she said something like, oh, well, you know, your girlfriends are all you have. Like when your boyfriend's gone, who else are you going to turn to? And it's like that kind of speaks to her whole image at the time that her thing was like, I love my boyfriend. I love my dad. I love Jesus. And I want to have a baby. And like, I even when you're trying, yeah. Yeah. Like even when you're trying to make a movie about female friendship, she's like, it's great. Like after romantic relationships, that's pretty important too. Exactly. (laughs) exactly. That's the point of your movie. (laughs) The whole movie. I was like, 
is female friendship that important in your life? I feel like probably it's been stripped from you and this is probably you almost trying yeah. to reach out for something you like have you never been able that. to have. Like aspirational. Yeah, it's aspirational. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, should we compare the pics? Let's compare them. A showdown, a diva duel. Let's compare the picks. What are we all thinking? I don't even know how to frame this discussion. Like, I'm honestly, my head is just like a mix of glitter and Britney. <laughs> the combo. What um, about? Oh, sorry, Liz. No, you go. You go. <laughs> I was going to say, what about by the songs? Because I felt somewhat let down by both movies. Oh, my um, gosh. No, but you know what was the really the hero of Crossroads was mm. Cheryl Crow's If It Makes You Happy. If it I was makes like, you so moved. And I hated the guy at that point as well. And when he starts singing it yeah. as well, I was like, what? Your voice is amazing. I was like, if it makes you happy, why are you so sad? And that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, <laughs> is, this, is this like meta? This is Britney saying like, I'm supposed to be happy for you all, but it makes me so sad. Like, wow. oh, Cheryl, Damn. Britney. What Mariah, about the I Meg. love rock and roll? No, oh, I hate that it was song. just a little bit style. lower and a little wow, bit slower wow. than it's supposed to be. It was way mm, too low yeah. and it was really slow. Everyone's just sort of swaying in the crowd. They're like, yeah, <laughs> sing it, girl. Well, I was, was like, like why are you making like cool young people sing this shitty song? I hate yeah. songs. I I've probably said it on the yeah, podcast this is a bunch of times. For you, I, Noah. Hate, I hate uh, quote unquote rock songs about rock. I love like, rock. We built this city on rock and roll, and, and I love rock that and roll. Old fashioned rock and roll. Yeah, like songs where it's like, oh, we love that rock. We and it's love like, to rock and roll. It's some sixty-year-old dude listening He's to like, it on like gold rock. FM, and after this, it's like really racist commentators <laughs> talking about shitty things they <laughs> no, have no place talking about. No, you're thinking of Triple M. Gold. Yeah, Triple M. Triple M. Alligator Mugwai is a really good gold guy. Leave gold out of this, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. My, like, meta extension of that idea is I hate songs that talk about the fact that they're a song. Yeah. Like the Monster Man. Where the lyrics Exactly. I cannot express how much I hate that. Which song? Really? We know. We're listening. We know. Yeah, yeah. I turned, I chose to put this on. Like, you weren't in my house. That's not how I can hear you now. It's because I, I made this choice. This <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a good point. Um, yeah. yeah, I think there were some bad choices in both the of song these movies. Ones, yeah. I think the start of Glitter really helped itself. That blondie moment, it had some really cool club yeah. music. She like, was I doing really the whistle tone. I don't era. mind the song that she sings where, like, that you know, in Glitter, the bad person, the person is like comically bad at singing. And then Terrence Howard's like, uh, yeah. could you, like Mariah, whatever her name is, like, could you maybe Feel sing like, it? And then yeah. she's like, we'll turn down the other girl and just use her voice. Yeah. That song was mildly memorable to me. The rest of them and were. And Love Boy was pretty good. good. I think yeah. at least watching Glitter, I had more of an appreciation for my, Mariah Carey's music than I probably ever have. Like, I don't wow. like Mariah Carey that much, but watching it, I was like, yeah, I can see her as like My a thing with Mariah rap. is I like, like your voice is incredible. Like, how can you do that? But like five, but what is it, like I five octave range I or something? I just think she's just so like, but like, no, she's incredible. But I didn't think the same of Britney. Listening, I mean, watching Crossroads and listening to the music in it, I thought, wow, Britney has kind of a weird voice. Like, yeah. it's so like, Ugh. It is a weird <laughs> voice, is, right? I actually think her voice is, is like really interesting. And I, I had I never noticed it, sweet, it before. But, I, but like Noah yeah. says, it is an imitation, right? Like, particularly Michael Jackson, where at the end of every single line, she's like, to Noah. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. 
like always making yeah. that little That's MJ true. noise. You know, That's it's true. really interesting. I isn't think it? I think as well. I think the only time I've ever heard Britney Spears proper sing a song that wasn't one of her own was mm. um, when she did like a virgin and I can remember like on stage with Madonna and then they passed at like oh, the VMAs yeah. or whatever with Christina I've, like, watched that on YouTube and been like oh I don't like her voice so much in this song but maybe I just don't like Britney Spears actual voice and she just has really good songs that work for her voice I think like mm. the thing is Mariah is like the stand there and like wear a great dress and sing like yeah, diva singer up. yeah and Britney is like more of a performer like yeah, I think that was yeah. That was a big part of her press as well when this movie was coming out, being like, oh, she can't even sing. Like, Christine is the real singer. Like, Mariah Carey is the real singer. Britney just, like, has a good body and, like, does, like, mm. she imitates them. Like, her voice, it sounds like she's trying to have, like, a strong voice, but she just sounds like a little girl. Like, yeah. Which is, like, Sad. nice as well. It's good to, like, there's nothing wrong with sounding youthful or, like. And I guess it yeah. also yeah. means you can see the, like, it's like the Mickey Mouse Club thing come out more. Like totally. she's not a singer. Like no one was on the Mickey Mouse Club because they had a good voice. They were on mm. it because they were like little child performers, little monkeys yeah, that danced monkeys. around. Yeah. Um, and so she, yeah, leans into that. So, yeah. I, I also think-, think because of that, she's like a great, I, I think I'm like, oh, it's not surprising to me that you're a better actor, that like you're not a bad actress. Yeah. I think yeah, she is genuinely very a pretty receptive yeah. to the other actors. Like a bit that I love that I was like, this is a perfect example of why I think you're doing pretty well in this movie. In the bit where the guy's like, oh, I wrote words. I mean, I wrote um like music to your poem that mm. you wrote and he's playing it for her and she sings and then like – the melody gets really low at one point and her voice like kind of drops and it's like clearly her improv. She's just like, she's like, uh, oh, that one's a bit low, huh? And then keeps singing or something. Yeah. And the joke, I'm like, oh, that's you like. That's nice. Actually playing this beat for what it is. And she does it a lot, like in the car sit, in the car scenes and stuff where they're all kind of riffing off each other or just like singing and being silly or whatever. I'm like, no, you're actually not like some pop star who gets a script and is like, I will learn the words on that page. Yeah, like, and Mariah Carey. Yeah, I think Mariah she is. Carey yeah. cannot act to save good. herself. Yeah. I'm sorry, like there's nothing. That but she's she been okay in some other movies. Like she was all right in Precious as like the um one of the social workers. That oh yeah. yeah, she was actually good she's in Precious. I've forgotten that movie. Yeah. That movie's so. Sad. Well, I think glitter. Oh my god, another fall down the stairs herself. that causes a miscarriage. <laughs> Guys, we should have done Precious and Crossroads. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been great. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna kick things off yeah. by saying I'm going to go with Crossroads. I'm sorry to Glitter. There was a lot of, like, there's things in Glitter that I did like, but they weren't, they were too peripheral to actually make any meaningful impact on me. The things that I did like was the fact that it opened me to some Mariah music or some Mariah parallel music, like the clubby kind of scenes and stuff that I liked. Um, that was fun. And I thought that it, Actually, maybe that's it. I don't know what else I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's literally it. I like the music more in Glitter. Crossroads, I, I loved Britney coming out of it. I was like, even if this was like like a dud movie, it made me like her just even more and made me feel for her more as like, mm. you know, a cog in the wheels of this huge yeah. fame mechanism or whatever. And I watched it and I thought that she played it well. I thought there were really, really weird things happening in the plot and happening in the story <laughs> of the film, but I don't think any of them were attached enough to Britney, like her performance, her character, mm. to make me think any less of her. And I think if we're thinking about the two movies as like a, the Mariah movie and the Britney movie, 
Britney came out better and that's why I have to go with Crossroads. I actually was going to say the same thing. If we're talking about like which movie does its job better, I think watching Glitter, I consistently felt bad for Mariah Carey. I was consistently Mm. like, I think you'd watch this back. And even though I think it exists almost as a reflection of her diva-ness or her like vanity, I think you'd be quite embarrassed and be like, oh, wow. Like really just kind of- And she is, obviously. Yeah, and she is. Uh, Whereas Crossroads is, I think- an average movie. I actually think it gets too bad a rap. Like, I actually think it's pretty fine. I actually think, like, even, like, pacing-wise, it kind of moves along pretty logically. I think mm. the writing's crap. Like, I don't get why anyone's doing the things they do um, because I think it's trying to serve Britney Spears too much. But Britney Spears, especially at that point in her career and the image that they were pushing about Britney Spears, I think she comes through really well. I actually think she comes across in the movie pretty well. And... I enjoyed watching her in it. And I was like, oh, I wish you did more acting. I truly do. I don't think you were that bad. Um, and I, I found it like a watchable film. Whereas Glitter, I was like, oh, this is really sloppy. Like a sloppy, sloppy <laughs> film. Um, yeah, I think it's possibly the worst two films we've ever done on the podcast. Yeah, I would say it's the worst. Which is also a what fun about, flip We did side. Olympus Has Fallen, um, White House Down. That was oh, pretty yeah, bad. they were bad. They were bad. That's true. I, I, I think... What about Billy Madison? Yeah, but it was. But we did Billy, Billy Elliot, Elliot, which so. is killer. So, um, but you say worst two films? Yeah, worst two films. Yeah, true. Worst, worst combo. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, it's Madison, like they're combined score. They're combined. Score. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. combined score. Um, but yeah, I am picking Crossroads personally. Eliza, how do you think? How do you guys think your life would be different if your parents, like Lucy and Crossroads, were Kim Cattrall and Dan Aykroyd? I think I'd be uglier because that's a mix of people that like, <laughs> you don't want to see together. Yeah, geez. Brittany, what would I there's be no like? way she is the child of Dan. Sorry, Dan. Mm. Poor Dan as well. That is like a very one note dude. How it's random is the beat at the end? Big where Brittany's dad. The whole thing being she's like, because he wants her to like go back home and be a doctor and she clearly wants to be a pop star. And the moment is essentially <laughs> of her being like, no, I'm sorry, I have to stay here. And again, another instance of being like, the actual story beat itself makes sense. But why is she like the way it's written doesn't make sense. She just like stops the taxi and goes to her dad like i'm sorry i have to do this and gets out of the car and runs to the boy and then the dad gets out of the car and just like nods almost like knowingly like it's like (laughs) no i know i have to let go a you didn't even know what she was doing like you what do you like if my daughter said that to me i'd be like what are you talking about what what do you mean you're living here now or are you like what are you talking about we don't even know as an audience but he just stands there and like knowingly nods and he's like it's that's the, the Britney thing she's with boy she'll be okay he'll manage everything for yeah. her <laughs> he passes her it's he just like adjusts very well yeah. yeah baffling anyway oh. Liz what are your thoughts um <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> a little contrarian <gasps> lamb <laughs> because which film does its job better both of these movies the only circumstances I would watch them under are like if if I was with fans of Mariah or Britney and or Britney or like we were in the mood for some trash and like I would show Crossroads to like my daughter or I would like watch it with like a younger cousin or something and be like, oh, isn't this sweet? Like, ah. But Glitter is like the camp item, as I said before. It's like that is the movie that has more historical significance. It has like a more defined style, an ugly style, but (laughs) like it is so September 11th, 2001. And the fact that it came out on that day makes it so like – iconic yeah (laughs) and like I I think the fact that it is more of like the big failure that like set 
for peace that then maybe people were even nicer to Crossroads because Crossroads wasn't that openly like Trash, openly yeah. a movie yeah, about a diva yeah. trying to be normal. Do you think that's that true. just means that it's just more culty because it's got all that weird, like it's got Mariah's weird commentary about how shit it is. It came out on September 11th. Yeah. And it's it just has all these scenes that you need in a scene in a movie that stars like a singer or something where it's like, you know, the first time they hear their song on the radio and they like go crazy or like yeah. the obligatory scene where they're like breaking up with their like terrible love interest and it's like a screaming scene that they clearly really wanted to do. <laughs> like Crossroads. Like, yes, the fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, I don't know, like it's interesting, like we've been saying after watching Framing Britney Spears, like Crossroads does fit into like that really restrictive mould that she was put in. But I think it it seems like it had a bit more attention and intention and people were like, we have to make like a Britney movie about like beautiful, good, nice teen Britney. Mm. And for that, I feel like it can't ever be that outrageous or like that bad because you're like, oh, yeah, it's like it's Britney. It's sweet. Like, you know, That's it was polite. Point. It did its job. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good point, but I can't change the fact that I watched Glitter and I fucking hated it. So I'm sticking with Crossroads. But it's you make okay. a compelling You've argument. You've very on compellingly sold that. Thank you. I will not but switch my vote, but you down, yeah. you've lost. Hey, I know what it's like to lose, baby. I lose on this podcast all the time. So <laughs> if he you loses need tips, a lot in life. He keeps saying to people I'm annoying and they don't correct it. Exactly, they don't correct me. If you want to know what it's like to <laughs> feels like to be a, a fucking loser, just call me after this. We'll have a chat. I got you. Don't worry. Well, congratulations okay. to the person who is not the loser in this particular argument, in many court cases and in the battle of life, maybe less so. Britney Spears. Britney. Britney, we love doesn't you. Always win. Free love Britney. You. She doesn't get what she deserves. Free Britney. Free, free Palestine Britney. also, but free Britney mainly. <sighs> yeah, true. <laughs> Did truly, you guys see that post, that Twitter post? No, just Someone had like crossed out free Palestine, like done free Palestine. Oh I mean, free Britney and Palestine too. <laughs> 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 so funny. I mean, like I agree with the sentiment. I totally do. Of course. Um, so thank you, everyone. Oh my Stunning. gosh, no, we have a whole other segment. We do. I literally thought Can't we were get done. Yet. That's so bad. Like, this is why I never host, guys. This is so bad. <laughs> well, yeah, let's do Let's do um. I don't even know. Do I have a triplet? Oh, no, I do. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> triplet in the attic. Okay, it's time for Triplet in the Attic. We're going to take a third piece of media. It could be a book, it could be a movie, like another movie. It could be like a song. It could be whatever you want. Just bring it to the table and it's going to act as a little thematic pair to our double feature for today. Um, I'm going to kick things off with something pretty simple and it's something that I will always you know, advocate for, and that is the Britney Spears circus perfume that every girl had in, like, <laughs> the period from 2008 to, like, 2014, and then they pretended that they weren't still wearing it, but they were. If you ask me Isn't what perfume I'm wearing, that's what I'm wearing. Isn't that, like, one of the highest wearing, selling perfumes of all time or something? Yeah, Isn't there, like, fantasy and there's I fantasy, like there's, there's a pink there's one circus. and there's circus. Both Mariah and Britney have, like, quite a thing going with their perfume on the fragrance front but I will say that circus is just like a mainstay like could I, you describe the aroma to me to I the couldn't listeners? I could not describe any aroma to you I want to say like <laughs> velvety but I don't even know what that I love mean. that that already gives me what a does velvet mm. smell like it, it it's just it just like smells like good 
Like, it's good. <laughs> Great. Great. Trust me, On the back guys. of the bottle. It's just good. It's, it's really good. good. There's a joke to be made about, like, getting notes of something. Yeah, you're getting notes well. of, like, hey, that's good. I'm getting some notes, some whistle notes. Whistle notes. I like <laughs> that. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, so that's that's mine. Can any, can everyone try and do... I'm going to go three, two, one, and then we're all going to try and do whistle notes. Okay, ready? And just briefly. I okay, think I can do it. Three. As far as I'm aware, uh, here it comes. People who are biologically born male cannot do it. Well, we're going to find out. I think out. it's like oh, it's like a physiological thing sexist. about like the shape of your head or something. <laughs> uh, what's anyway, the ma- matriarchy? The shape of that's your head? Yeah, matriarchy. Horrible. Yeah. Three, two, one. We should have done that. We yeah, probably bad for the audio format. Um, I hope you at home try to do as well. No, we're not cutting that out. That's going to stay right where it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think that's like turn. a sleeper signal that like activates people into being like <laughs> USSI. We activate they, like, all these now going around murdering people. <laughs> when this comes out, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Noah, hit us. Okay. Not with the whistle note. So <laughs> this doesn't relate. No, it does relate, but. I needed to mention it at some point on this podcast. It's a YouTube video and I needed to have it on here at some point because otherwise, like, everyone needs to know about it and seize, seize the day, seize the opportunity. Um, and it's also Is it like Charlie a- bit my finger? No. no. Oh my God. Have you seen You'll that one? You'll be happy with what it is, Eliza. Have you guys heard of Dentist Boy? Boy cries after Boy dentist. Cries after so dentist. funny. Um, <laughs> no, it is Kim Cattrall talks about her hubby Mark on oh. YouTube. Um because Kim Cattrall is in Crossroads and also this video is just, like, bizarre and hilarious, like both of these movies in parts. It's a, essentially, like, an interview with Kim Cattrall and she talks about her husband, but, like... Now divorced ex-husband. They're, they're divorced now, but they're so weird. So she talks about how she does slam poetry whilst he plays the double bass and she goes, um, I fill him out, he fills me out, and uh, we go for it. We go for it. We go for <laughs> and it. And a little bit of... <laughs> It's literally stunning video. Do the, she goes do the like, scat. She does a scat. She goes, mm, well, um, they... No, Eliza, you probably you know about it. You should Eliza. do it. No, do I, I want to hear it. I'm just trying not to, like, okay, I'm, gonna try I'm so annoying. It. Please I'm, do it. Okay, um, she goes, well, they sniffed at all the he-dogs and winked at all the me-dogs. And <laughs> she does. <laughs> I don't know. And she's like, yippee you die, yabba do Yeah, yippee you She sounds like a sim. It's so, so weird. What a freak. You're like, sorry, Kim, you do not deserve to be in the next iteration of Sex and the City. That's always so funny. Whenever she's mean to the other girls, I'm like, mate, you are the one that's Scott. reaching. Like, yeah. you don't deserve them. It's not the other way around. Yeah. Like, let's sort that out right now. Anyway, so that's Kim Cattrall talks about hubby Mark on YouTube. Yay. Excellent. Uh-huh. Eliza, kick it. I actually have two and I don't have two very often. So you can No, you can go for it. I, we, all, we both do two a fair bit. Okay. So my first one is a documentary, a free documentary I just finished watching on Vimeo, which got recommended to me by an amazing music critic friend. And it's a documentary called <laughs> IXHXN, apparently pronounced however you want. <laughs> so it's quite a little experimental endeavor Ixen. that someone just put on Vimeo. Ixhexen. I don't know. That's how I'm saying it. But it's really, really important to our podcast because it's a documentary made completely from um, just available footage of Lindsay Lohan, this podcast queen. Oh, we love oh, Lindsay. Oh, our queen. We do love Lindsay. What what yeah. Lindsay movies do we still have to do again? Herbie Fully Loaded. We have a lot to do, I think. I Know Who Killed Me. I Know Who Killed Me, which I really Oh, we have to do, do that. We have to do, oh, I don't want to do Just them, Just My Luck. Get a clue. <laughs> just My Luck. Georgia yeah. Rule. <laughs> Georgia Rule. Actually really good, guys. Mm. The really? Canyons. Another media community <laughs> that I'm going to bring to the Isn't the Canyons like written by someone big, like Paul Schrader? I want to say Paul Schrader. <laughs> oh, wow. No, isn't the Canyons a... Um, I'm going to look it up. 
freaking American Psycho guy. Yeah, Red Estinellis. Yeah, Brady and there's like a porn star in it that's like yeah, James Dean. That, like, anyway, a Eliza, guy. what is this Vimeo? Sorry, thing? <laughs> this documentary. <laughs> it's really just like more a feat of editing than no, directing. No, it is Paul it's, just... it's directed by Paul Schrader and it's written by Brett Estinellis. Yeah, so oh, he's the American me. Psycho guy. Oh my yeah. god. Anyway, yeah, Paul Schrader. A, yeah, random, huh? He directed mm-hmm. okay. it, and it's got twenty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Keep uh-huh. going, Eliza. Um, yeah, so I, I really think this documentary is worth checking out. If you've already watched Framing of Britney Spears, this is definitely a rougher thing. Like it's purely just some filmmaker on Vimeo has like drawn all these cool illusions between like interviews Lohan gave when she was like a tiny child model and like court case footage, paparazzi footage, mm. like, you know, behind the scenes of like the films she's on and stuff. And it's just all these like really heartbreaking parallels that show like how even when she was like a child, like before she even acted, like she was already set up in so many ways to like just have a really sad life. Yeah, they were doomed. Like very yeah. That's so sad, isn't it? They never but, really had a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also wanted to shout out Sydney Urbanek, one of these writers I follow. She has a Substack newsletter that like pretty much every week, I think a couple times a week, she releases this newsletter. And I really wanted to link to that because um, most of the newsletters cover like pop singers and their kind of like music videos and their iconography and like how they tell their own story through their like pop and stuff. And like, you know, she one one paragraph of that newsletter is more eloquent than anything I've had to say today. So like I'm linking that as well. Wow. Sounds awesome. I love. Thank you, Eliza. Yes, Good. Thanks. You really brought the, brought you really the fury brought the then. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Thank you, listeners, dear listeners, for listening to another episode of our messy little podcast. I know it was a bit of a wacky one today. It was um, a cheeky one. I loved it. It was cheeky. I don't think we've picked the movies for our next episode, have we? I don't think we have. We have not. So maybe we'll just update you guys. No, we'll just do. We just check the list. We'll just cut this out quickly? and just All not right, mention let's cut it. This out. <laughs> just close that. Do I have a quick look? Do you guys? Who wants to pick? I one? really want to do the graduate with something if we can. Okay. The Graduate and B movie because they both have that scene where he's in the pool, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Um, the Graduate really and Harold and Maud. Harold and how's it like Harold and Maud? Because I'd like because it's Harold like an intergenerational relationship and the soundtrack's all by like one folk artist yeah, from the 60s, that. 70s. That sounds good. Cool. I don't know what the other one is, but it sounds cool. I've heard about it a lot, and I, it's on my list. Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud. Meg, you'll love it. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening to our episode today. I know it was a little bit – I said today so weird just now. I was like, today. Today. <laughs> um, I know it was a bit of a funny one. It was a cheeky boy. Cheeky we liked having you along for the ride. If you want to stay up to date with our viewing patterns and watch the movie we're going to be doing next episode, we are going to be watching The Graduate, which is a personal favourite of mine, and Harold and Maud. So those are the movies for our next episode. You can watch them along with us. And you can also bring some thoughts to the table. Our inbox is always open at twinpeakspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twin Peaks Podcast and Instagram. And we're always doing stuff on there. Well, Noah's doing stuff on there. I'm like so slack with it. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I like respond to the polls and stuff and then I'm kind of like, wait, I already voted. I was in that episode. No, it's good. It's helpful. It's good to know. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, Yeah, you don't get two votes. That's true, actually. It's so unfair of me. Sorry. Nepotism. Um, (laughs) But yeah, is that all? Oh, Eliza, rough cut. Yes, visit roughcutfilm.com. We've got some amazing video essays lately all about um, food in cinema and they're really fun. And um, appetizing to watch. Like it literally makes you hungry. (laughs) Yum. I love food. I do too. Yeah. Well, that's good. I love it. 
Wow. Wow. What a little pop star showdown we had. Yeah. Let's <laughs> that was really that was good. good. Thanks, guys. I got a bit embarrassed halfway through. So it just sounded like I was going to throw up. That was cool. I was like, that's ah. really good. <laughs> that's the thing that she always gets, right? Like she has real vocal fry. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how much of it is like just a thing that she naturally did or how much of it was like yeah. put onto her by people. Like, you should do this. You should sound like this. Hmm. Crazy. Anyway, and on anyway, that note, free, free Britney. Britney. Free Aww, Britney. Jinx. Free Britney. See you, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.